Black Keto Girl presents Keto After Dark with your host, Kendra Nicole Williams. Get ready to change your life. Keto Dawn. Welcome, Keto Cousins. Let's chat. Hey there, and happy Friday. Today is August 16, 2019. And I must say, for this being my second podcast, I feel real good. The energy has been good. The positivity that I'm receiving from my keto cousins have been amazing. Okay, so we're on the right track for greatness. This week, we're going to talk about electrolytes. The reason why we're talking about electrolytes is that people don't understand them. Everybody's passing out at work. They have headaches. Everything is caused just because you're missing one particular element that's the most important, and that's your electrolytes. If you're going to be doing keto, you want to make sure that you're aware of all aspects so that you don't injure yourself (laughs) in the process of trying to achieve your weight loss goal. Once you put your body into a state of ketosis, everything changes from your body odor to your vaginal smell to your skin complexion, the way that your hair grows, the way that your fingernails grow. And that's one of the things that I didn't really pay attention to when I first started keto. When I first started keto, I didn't let anybody tell me anything. I'm taking my ass online on Instagram. And I know by following these people on Instagram, I know I'm doing keto right. But then I started to have back pain. Then my hair started falling out. I was getting dizzy spells at work, getting childy horses. I couldn't even wear a pair of heels as I wanted to on a Friday night because my calf muscles would literally take me out. That's not normal. And I know if you're listening to me now, and I know if you're doing keto and not necessarily doing it the right way, you've had one of those symptoms that I just named. Don't lie, girl. <laughs> you, you, you have. We have to understand all components of a different lifestyle that we've just never had any experience with. And it all starts with your research. Night sweats, dizziness, eye twitching, heart palpitations. Your heart should not be beating fast if you're just simply getting up in the morning. That's a concern. Constipation. I know know you've had all those signs because I know I have. So today we're going to talk about how we can relieve you of those symptoms so that we can get you on the right track for doing keto the right way. A ketogenic lifestyle is a regimen based on high fat, moderate protein, and low carbohydrates. This forces the body to use dietary and bodily fats as its primary energy source rather than running on carbohydrates. This is called ketosis and it causes your body to produce small fuel molecules called ketones. Ketones are produced in the liver from fat and are then used in the body as fuel. So you become a fat burning machine. Let's go ahead and jump into it. There are three electrolytes that you lose through your kidneys every single day. Potassium, sodium, and magnesium. Now we do lose these electrolytes every day, not being on a ketogenic diet, 
But once you get into ketosis, it's double time. And the issue with a lot of people who are starting keto, they end up with the keto flu. And the keto flu is preventable if you would just restore your electrolytes. The headaches, the lethargic type feeling, always confused and waking up, just bummed out and low energy, that's your sodium. Every day that you wake up, you should have tons of energy. You should be ready to start your day. Sodium can only be restored in the form of chicken broth. You can also do beef broth as well. You can make your own broth. And it's not just any type of broth. It has to be sugar-free and it should only say broth. If you're looking at labels and they're saying extra sugar here, brown sugar there, carrots, and it doesn't take that much to make some damn broth. All it is is just the bone of the animal. Boil it in some water, boom, broth. That is the only way that you're gonna get rid of those headaches and the double vision, the low energy. Feeling like you're almost going to walk up some stairs and pass out, that's not keto, boo. <laughs> that's you. Because you did not take the responsibility to restore your sodium as you should every single day. Two cups is going to be the minimum. That's it. That's all you need. Easy as one, two, three. And you'll be revived of that lackluster feeling that you have every single day. Make sure that you're including it in your macros because broth, it has protein. Protein goes towards your macros. So if you're already eating over your macros and then you're including your required broth that you're supposed to have every day, then you're definitely going over. Broth is the only way to restore what you're lacking every single day. Pickle juice, sugar-free Powerade, sugar-free Gatorade. That is not the way to restore something naturally that you're depleting every single day. Keep in mind, it's being depleted through your kidneys. Do you think that your kidneys are going to restore your sodium based off of a man-made aspartame-filled ass drink? <laughs> no. Sugar-free Powerade is not the way to restore what your body needs. We are a live organ. Start reading your ingredients and understand that these people don't give a damn about us. I see Powerade and Crystal Lights and everything advertised every single day. But because we lack the information of the correct information of how to do strict keto, yeah, I'm going to go buy me a low-carb Coke. I'm starting to see Cokes now that are saying sugar-free with stevia. We got to start dumbing down things for us. It's still a Coke. The Gatorade, how? Okay, so the only way to restore your sodium electrolyte is going to be with two cups of broth every single day. I break my fast with that broth every evening. Sometimes I add a little butter in there if that's what I want. Okay, but just regular broth sugar-free, one or two ingredients. It should be carb-free. Read your labels. The second electrolyte is gonna be potassium. The Charlie horses that you're getting, the eye twitching, the heart palpitations. If you wake up and your heart is racing, that's not normal. Potassium is what controls your whole entire muscle system. When you're wearing your cute little heels and your toes are curling, your calf muscles are literally feeling like they're about to pull out of your skin. That's the lack of potassium. 
Potassium has many ways of being restored. The most common is, of course, an over-the-counter pill. But that's what we're trying to avoid. We're trying to eat all of our macros based off of nutrition. A great way to get some potassium in is kale powder. I post it all the time. You can do kale powder. Beets have potassium. We can't go to bananas anymore because bananas are not keto friendly because of the sugar and the carbs. So now we got to flip the script. Almond milk. Almond milk has potassium. Celery. Salmon. Avocado. Those are all things that are keto friendly that we incorporate within our meal plans anyway. So why can't we eat it to nurture our body to restore what we're losing? Anybody that's doing a ketogenic diet or any lifestyle for that matter, the minimum is 3,500 milligrams of potassium a day. How you choose to get it in, that's up to the user. What works for me are smoothies. The kale powders that I use, and it doesn't have to be any particular brand. You just want to make sure that you're reading the ingredients to ensure that it's pretty much organic. By law, they have to say exactly what they're doing to produce this particular food group or food item or whatever it may be. Read your labels. You should not be having muscle spasms. Your heart should not be racing every day. Your eyes shouldn't be twitching by themselves or your arms. Okay? Get your potassium in how you choose. Do your research. And you will understand that, hey, Kendra, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't have that. I don't have to restore something that I don't have. Okay, that's cool. You may not be the person that's experiencing that. But what about the other person that may have no symptoms at all? What about your heart? We don't have x-ray vision into our shit. So if you're not taking responsibility to restore what you're losing, how do you think your heart feels? Don't get upset when you start having all these heart conditions and all these problems, and then we want to cry in the doctor's office. We have to make sure that we're aware and take the responsibility to be one step ahead so that we don't have issues in the, in, you know, in the future. 3,500 milligrams a day. Do your research on how to get it. It's plastered all over my Instagram. I share my smoothies with you guys. Do your research and be diligent about restoring that potassium. 3,500 milligrams a day. Read your labels. The last electrolyte is going to be magnesium. And that's the easy one. I really like that one. Because if you're constipated, it's because you're lacking magnesium. Get your magnesium from your vegetables. If we are getting our required seven cups of vegetables in a day, you should be pretty normal in the bathroom. I have people over here telling me about stories where they literally are busting blood vessels trying to defecate every day. We should be able to go to the restroom on our own, unassisted with tummy teas and all this fake shit that they're posting on Instagram. You should be able to go to the restroom on your own based on your fiber intake, based on your magnesium that you're digesting every day. Think about it. If you're always depending on smooth, smooth tea, which is kind of like a laxative type tea, if you're depending on the fake ass tummy teas online, you should be able to use the restroom on your own based on your fiber intake. And if you are constipated, well, you need to eat a little bit more vegetables on a daily basis. 
So instead of the required seven cups, let's go ahead and bump that up to 10. And a lot of people say, Kendra, I know you don't eat seven cups every day. I don't. I'd be lying if I said I did. But as soon as I go to the restroom and I cannot use the restroom on my own, then I'm concerned. So five out of six days of the week, yes, I absolutely do eat seven cups. Now, how do I make it work for me? I make smoothies. That's it. I pick vegetables that are very fibrous. So, you know, old school when your mama and your grandma used to make them greens and pots of spinach and then your stomach bubbling one to two hours later. Yeah, that's that fiber. That's just going to go right through you. And that's how you should be feeling on a daily basis based on the food that you're eating. You shouldn't be taking a shit just because we got to go to Taco Bell or Jack in the Box. Okay, you should be making a bowel movement based off of your nutrition. And that's just simply said. Get creative. We stay on the internet anyway. So go on Pinterest. Google different ways on how you can get your vegetables up. I have to dumb it down for myself. Everybody thinks that my journey is so perfect and I got it figured out. No, I don't. I'm just a routine type of person. I like doing the same shit over and over and over again because I'm no longer a slave to food. If I know that I have to cook down a whole bag of spinach and make maybe some cream spinach or maybe I'll put that spinach with some shrimp. I get tired of eating spinach every day, but I know I have to get in what I need or my body is going to suffer. Cream spinach. Spinach cooks down to goddamn grass. Okay. Take the initiative to get in what you need so you don't have to suffer later. Mash cauliflower. Boil down five cups of cauliflower. Add some cream cheese, some butter. Put a little salt and pepper with garlic and onions. <laughs> I wish somebody would tell me that's not mashed potatoes. Okay? Dumb it down for yourself so you don't have to think so much every day. Make you a smoothie. Six cups of spinach and maybe one cup of kale. What about arugula? Have you ever tried arugula? It's crisp. It's clean. It tastes great. Green beans, broccoli, asparagus, Brussels sprouts. And just that quickly, I've given you so many options to where you can start using different vegetables so that you can have a regular bowel movement on a daily basis. You have to restore your electrolytes every single day or you will only suffer in the end. And if you don't understand electrolytes, you got to get to researching because you shouldn't even be awarded or being able to even say that you're keto and you don't even know what your electrolytes are. You don't understand macros. You don't understand anything. You just want to be able to say, hey, I'm losing a couple of pounds and I'm doing keto. Be able to, to back your hard work up with some cold, hard facts, things that people can find in the library. Everything that I talk about, everything that I coach, everything that I do for myself, you can go look that shit up in the library. Be careful of who you're following. Be careful of what people are posting. Just be aware. Okay, so you have to restore your electrolytes every single day that you're doing keto. Sodium is restored through two cups of required broth every single day. You brush your teeth every day, right? You comb your hair every day. You drive in your car to work every day, two cups of broth, now it's in your routine as well. How you get it in without snacking is up to you. 
but add it to either your breakfast, your lunch, or your dinner, and you know that you're solid on restoring your electrolytes for that day. Potassium, start researching now. Look up vegetables that have potassium that will help you get that 3,500 milligrams in a day. You may not want to do the powders like me because honestly, it tastes like straight ass. And sometimes we joke in a Facebook group. My Facebook group is Black Keto Girl. And every time I get on live, I'm drinking my ass juice. Because <laughs> that's what it tastes like, straight ass. But it works for me. And when people see me online drinking that, they know that I'm about my business. And they're like, I know Kendra don't want to drink this every day. But for accountability purpose, she going to come online every single day. And if that's what I have to do so that I can get it in, and kind of lead by example, then that's just what I do. For the people that want to tune in, that's up to them. I don't give a damn. I know that if I come on live, I'm obligated to do what I'm supposed to do. As a coach, your magnesium, again, that's easy. That's your vegetables. If you cannot make a bowel movement on your own, there's a problem. Get your electrolytes in and understand how the body functions. No headaches. No grumpiness, feeling lethargic. Your muscles are really tired and you didn't even do anything for that day. Listen to your body. Whatever your body needs is going to send a signal. Remember that. Visit BlackKetoGirl.com for everything you need to live a ketogenic lifestyle. So now that we have the education part of keto out the way, this week, I'm going to share my top three keto favorites. Most of these things I have every single day, but you better believe that it is in either my pantry or my refrigerator. The first one is avocado oil. Avocado oil is such a beautiful thing. You can use it in your hair. You can use it on your skin. You can moisturize your body with it and feel great, glistening, all that good stuff. But most importantly, it's an oil that can be enjoyed without the nastiness of having coconut oil every day. Or what about the consistency of MCT oil? And though we incorporate these things every single day, eventually you get tired. So tired of the point where you can't even look at another coconut again. So that's why I like avocado oil. I use it in my smoothies. I use it to cook with. Sometimes I even digest it naturally. And the reason why I like it is because there is no taste. There is no smell. Um, it provides a nourishment for the body that I can tell the difference. If I did not get my avocado oil in today, we're going to have some problems. Go ahead and take a few minutes to Google the benefits of avocado oil. You'll probably start liking it too, sis. But I use it every single day. And like I said, I love it above all because you don't taste it. You don't know it's there. I can drizzle some avocado oil on my salad and be done for the day. It's crisp, it's really light, and it's fresh every time I have it. Now, the oil that you should be purchasing at all times, it should be cold-pressed always. Cold-pressed oil will always be on the label, and you also want to look for that organic sticker as well. My second keto fave is going to be smoothies. Now, smoothies don't necessarily have to be in a keto category on its own. But when I first started keto, I thought that I couldn't have smoothies because smoothies are full of all the things that we can't have. Tons of fruit, bananas, tons of strawberries, 
But then I started to understand the nutrition field of smoothies and why they are there and what they provide. I love smoothies every day when I cannot get my vegetables in. And we already talked about vegetables. If I can't eat them, I'm going to drink them. The way that you make a smoothie keto friendly is you got to add that fat to it. All while still eating the low-carb vegetables and eating the low-carb fruit. Instead of adding, say, bananas, I use strawberries. Instead of adding tons of avocado, I just use avocado oil. You know, you can make your smoothies however you want to. Just simplify it. But that is one of the number one reasons of how I'm able to uh, keep my skin clear, have great bowel movements, get my nutrition and everything that I need pretty much provided through smoothies. The third keto fave that I must have every single day is chicken broth. And we just got done talking about chicken broth and the benefits. But I love it because it's pretty much a meal in itself. I have to have my broth every day. It is nourishing to the body. It has collagen. It got a little bit of protein in there. I add my fat, which is my butter. And it just makes me feel like I'm at my grandma's house, wrapped up in a blanket on the couch. It's nothing but chicken noodle soup at the end of the day without the noodles. But the way that it gives me warmth and the way that makes me feel full and satisfied off of a liquid um, versus a food, I love that feeling. If I can break my fast with broth and butter every day and I'm not hungry after, I don't eat. A lot of people who are doing keto feel like they have to eat every day of the second of the day of the three meals and the five, and that's just not the case. Being in a state of ketosis will never put your body into starvation mode. So if I do want to have that broth and butter for just my meal for that day and I'm completely satisfied, I just close my day out. All right. But I love chicken broth. Um, it has changed my mind frame as far as what is really satisfying me. Is it actually the food or is it the nourishment? And it's the nourishment for me. So again, my top three faves, avocado oil, I have to use every day. Smoothies, I have to have or I want to get my vegetables in. And then chicken broth. Last but not least, you can be the lead in your own life. That quote is from the actress Carrie Washington. You can be the lead in your own life. That in itself is profound enough, girl. I have to wake up every single day. I have to cater to my children. I have to keep my house clean. I have to wash clothes. I have to have a relationship with my husband. I have to be a mother, or a sister, or auntie, a cousin, a friend, a coach. All these things that I have to be. And at the end of the day, when I lay my head down, guess who it is? It's just me and God. You can be the lead in your own life. You're just afraid. And that's what I want to vent about. Like, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of being successful? Are you afraid of actually becoming a size four or six as you've always dreamed? Are you afraid of getting off of your diabetes medicine? Are you afraid of not depending on checking your blood pressure every day? The reason why we're afraid of that is because we're not used to change. We get so caught up in a routine that it just becomes a part of our life. And life is much more than that. That is miserable. You have to step out of your own way and you can't let anybody cloud your judgment. You have to have tunnel vision for just you. Stop making excuses for yourself. I hold my clients accountable always. Oh, I'm going out of town. Oh, I'm going on a girl's trip. 
What does that have to do with keto? You have to have the choice already made up in your mind that I'm going to be successful. And the only person that's holding you back is you. Your husband can't help you. Your doctors can't help you. Your friend, the person that you confide in, they can't help you. You can only help yourself. And until you have that clear understanding of who you are as a person, I don't care if you are 40, 50, if you're not confident in who you are as a person, it don't matter what your status is. You can be a millionaire, a teacher. Most of my clients are doctors. Your stature, don't nobody give a fuck about that. At the end of the day, this life is about you and what you want to do. If keto is something that you want to do, already have it made up in your mind that you're going to have success. If you're always doubting yourself, always shitting on yourself, being negative, just wait until Friday and Saturday so you can mess up because you already know you have a reunion this weekend or you're going with your friends. Bullshit. Stop making excuses for yourself. The only person that is holding you back is you. You can be the lead in your own life. You just choose not to. It's so much better to always have an excuse for this or always have a concern for that. Why can't you be great? And I didn't even realize that until I actually got the weight off. So many insecurities, so many doubts. But I just kept trucking every single day. Did I want to go to the gym? No, I hate the fucking gym. Fuck them people, okay? I'm giving you my money every month so I can slave in the gym and sweat my perm out. I was tired after work. I had to be the only lead in my life. There was nothing that my husband could do to convince me to get my ass in the gym. My doctor who had me on blood pressure pills, there was nothing she can say to make me want to get off these pills. You have full control over your life, but yet the self-doubt and the insecurities is what controls you to be the same person that you've been for so many years. You only have one life. Today is Friday. I may not be here on Monday, but I know that I did everything that I can do so that I can be healthy and aware. And I try my best. Most of us are not even trying our best. We always have an excuse for something. Yet you go get your nails done. You go to the movies. You put gas in your car. We do everything by choice. And if you're still hindering yourself with the same negative thoughts, you will never be the lead in your life, ever. No matter how many fake smiles you have, no matter how many pounds that you've lost and regained over and over again, it's the reason. And I can't tell you that reason, girl. I don't know. I'm just trying to barely make it myself. So nobody can tell you why you feel the way that you feel because only you know. You have to take the responsibility to dig deep and understand why you can't lead your own life. And with us talking now, we know it's food. Why is food having total control over your life? Why do you only function in a happy mood when you're high on sugar? Think about it. Are you living your best quality life right now? And let's think outside of food. You may say, Kendra, look what you're talking about. I'm going to eat pie to the day that I die. Okay, well, eat your pie and be overweight. But are you still happy? It's not always about food. It's not always about who's around you. We can have all the money in the world, have the greatest friends, driving the best cars, have the best job, but yet we're still crying at night. You can be the lead in your own life. And it starts with you. Nobody else can hold your hand through this journey except for you. Boss up, figure out why you're feeling the way you feel, and let's do something about it. 
Otherwise, shut up. Kendra, that's kind of, that's kind of harsh. Life is harsh. Again, I'm giving a unbiased opinion to thousands of people that I can't see the face to. Boss up. Take responsibility of your life. Start with you. You can be the lead in your own life, and it starts today. What you gonna do about it? Are you desperate for weight loss? Do you want to lose weight without starving yourself? Are you tired of fad diets that fail? Well, you're in the right place. Black Keto Girl is here to guide you through the process with coaching options to fit your needs. October 11th, I will be going to see Dr. Wynn of My Body Surgeon in Sugarland, Texas. I will be getting the excess skin removed from my arms, and I'm really happy about that. I've started my journey, well, I started my journey in 2016 as far as being strict. I worked my ass off. I went to the gym not knowing what muscles I could have or what skin I could snap back. And we all know that all the skin doesn't snap back, so I'm going to him to get it removed. I initially went to him in 2000, let's see, 18 to get a tummy tuck. I also got a breast lift with the implant, and then I got liposuction in my back. I've kind of talked about that whole entire journey on my face, on my Facebook and my Instagram, but the fact that I can verbally chat with you guys about that is even better. I'm a little scared, I'm not going to lie, but I know who my father is, and I know that God has my back. I also have a very supportive husband who will take care of me as well, but this will be my last surgery, and I'm just really... I'm just ready to live my life outside of just weight loss. I'm tired, y'all. And when I say I'm tired, you know, just imagine always concentrating on weight loss since middle school. I'm exhausted. And so I don't want weight loss to be the only thing that I ever talk about for the rest of my life. I just don't want it to be. Weight loss will always be here with me because, of course, I'm a keto coach, helping people reach their weight loss goals. But what are my goals? (laughs) My goal is to get past this and continue living my life. Weight loss is just a piss stop for me. For me, I want to be known for much more than the, the woman who lost all the weight and got the skin removed from the surgeon. I'm much more than that. I'm Kendra, and I have a lot to tell within my weight loss story. So I'm really excited about the surgery. Um, I will be um, showing my surgery um, kind of live on his particular Instagram, and I'll put a couple of pictures on mine too, Um, but I will be tracking my whole journey. I'm really excited about it. It is expensive, very expensive, but it is worth it for his expertise. He's very, very professional, and he's conservative. He's not going to do anything that He knows it's not right for your body type, and that's one reason why I went to him. Hey, Keto Cousins. Make sure you're listening each and every Friday night to Keto After Dark. So this concludes another evening with Keto After Dark. One thing that you can learn tonight is that we are all human. We are all human with all of our own struggles, and we never ever will ever know what someone is truly going through be gentle to people's journey don't judge people for what you see on instagram or facebook or anything for that matter because you know your own flaws and struggles as well you never know how your words may hurt somebody stay positive 
encourage. Will every day be encouraging and just happy-go-lucky every day? No, but words hurt. And you never know where somebody is within their journey, their mental journey. One sentence that you can type or tell someone can send them over the edge. Literally. Think about it. Talk to you next week. Bye. The Keto Dawn. Do you even have macros? Hey, Keto, keto Cousins. Yes. Black Keto Girl.